Joining us now on the Transplaining Podcast is me, because it's my podcast. Welcome to Transplaining, the podcast which is all about offering answers to questions uh, in a convincing manner, whether I know anything about the subject or not. Today, those questions will be asked by musician Sam Duckworth. Very, very talented, very, very excited that he's here. That is exciting. He's very much a part of the South End, massive, what I am as well. While my co-host for the day is the brilliant comedian Maisie Adam. Maisie Adam, you're here right now in the room. In the room. Thanks for being in the room. That's really conducive to the process of doing a podcast that you're here. Yeah, I'm glad that we're no longer doing them Zoom ones. That was unusual. Yeah. We could affect the delay if you'd like. I can ask you Yeah, should we still replicate Zoom? Uh, I just sort of... uh, uh, I think you're on mute, Jordan. I think you're on mute. If you press the microphone... There we go. <laughs> I, I thought I was going to be better at that, but I can't it. remember what it was like. I think yeah. that's a good thing. I think yeah. we've all just sort of mentally blocked it out, haven't we? Maisie Adam, last time I saw you, was on the other side of the world. Yeah, that's mad, isn't it? That is a weird thing to say. Now in a little room together in King's Cross somewhere, and the last time we saw each other would have been a much bigger room. It was marginally bigger. It was marginally the, bigger. The Melbourne Comedy Festival in a, an industry mixer. Did you stay on after the festival itself or did you go out earlier than me? I was there for the Melbourne Comedy Festival, but did you do... No, what, just, what just were you... a comedy festival. Right, you took yeah. your hour there from... Yeah, I was there on a like mixed bill thing and then, had, right. and then did me did my own show as well. It's right, isn't it? It's really, lovely. Everything's the right way up, despite yeah. popular claims. Absolutely. All, yeah. I did forget that whole thing that, of course, we have with Australia where their seasons are the other side. I enjoyed was, that. Got two autumns out of it. Yeah, but I packed. I oh, packed shit. as if I was a sort of extra on home and away. Right. So sure. I spent all of my per DMs immediately on buying like jeans and jumpers. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh bless you. And it's presumably all got like little koalas and kangaroos and stuff. Oh, like. they're all from like gift the gift shop. shop. Yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah, oh, percent. Nice. A lot okay. of Melbourne merch. Yeah, the best kind. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say some things about you now to you because they're on oh, a piece of paper. Okay. Is that right? Contained within this rectangle are some of the following facts. Maisie is a comedian, writer, and actor. I could have told you that. Would you like to dispute any of those? So far, those are facts, facts so far. I can confirm. As well as being a regular on panel shows, you can currently catch her on, in, and around the process of League of <laughs> Their Own Lionesses special on Sky. And she also presents uh, the beautiful game in which she talks about her love of football. And you can listen to that on BBC Sounds. Good at football, yeah. aren't you? I've seen that in real it. time on screen. That you actually, yeah, I've seen clips of you oh, being all good at kicking a ball. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I just like playing it, talking about it, watching it enjoying the whole thing I love it I'm not against the idea of football it's a lovely game but why would you sell it to me in, in brief why do you what do you love about football well I think specifically like those two shows you mentioned there the radio show and the, and the Lionesses one I love football always have always will but I understand why so many people don't when we're talking about that we're talking about let's be honest the men's game because it's got a really nasty side to it there's a lot of violence that's synonymous with the culture there's a lot of sexism racism homophobia the problems are quite endless like i'd say all of the derogatory terms i'm aware of i probably heard for the first time at a football pitch sure people are in a heightened state yeah, of, and yeah it, but it like there's no excuse for it and what i no, love about the women's game is that that culture doesn't exist right and right, right. S- suddenly it feels of course we've always had women's football it's always been around but following the great success of the Lionesses at the Euros, suddenly this game is being given a sort of platform and profile and respect that it deserves. But also, it's a better game, I think. It's the way football should be. It's called the beautiful game. It's so often not beautiful because of the problems that it's synonymous with football. And those problems, it's not in every game. I don't want to get on the, like, I want to get not all men here, but like, 
it is enough of a problem that exists. And I really, really love what the Lionesses have done for elevating a side to football that has none of that bullshit. Yeah. The human error of it all is the thing that ruins it. And, and that is less present, if not present at all, yeah. in the women's game. It was a wonderfully positive time. I remember being in a, Beautiful, on a balmy summer's night surrounded by unsavoury people who were all in a wonderful mood. I thought, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm safe here tonight. Yeah, the old yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. What a wonderful time to be alive. Yeah, I, I think it's... And the World Cup's obviously this summer and that's... It's, I think it's only going to continue that wave of positivity. Do you know what I mean? I think it's only going to keep. Oh, so there's another building. wave coming. Oh, that's. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I feel happy and safe. Wasn't a one-hit wonder, Jordan. Don't yeah. worry. There's uh, more to no, come. No, no, I, I well believe that. When I first transitioned, I uh, went to my doctor. First conversation I ever had, and he said to me, um, "I said, so how does it change, and how fast do things change?" He yeah. said, "Things will change," and. He volunteered this information. I didn't ask. He said, but don't worry, you'll still be able to play football. No. I have never played football in my life. <laughs> I don't know where we got that information. But he must use that as a, as a go-to. Can you okay, believe that? Wow. He you'll says that to people. He said, don't worry, football. going from being a man to a woman, you'll still be able to play football. I, I don't remember seeing him again. I think even not knowing much about him, I decided that that was a... Was a he, and was he a specialist? He was a specialist. Seriously? So you think he'd like be a bit more... He's very engendered man. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah. God, I'd just be sat there like, and you're the person in the know about all of this. Yeah, so you're who I'm supposed to get my yeah. information from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really knocked me for six. And yeah. it's probably informed a lot of who I am, actually. Bloody yeah. hell. In a, in a good way, having rejected that. Like, it's sort of going, yeah. don't we can still play football, your skirt won't get in the you way. You can still uh, play video games, he says to me. Don't worry, you can still do all the things you like. I don't want to do any of those uh, things anyway, but surely that doesn't matter. Surely that's that mad. doesn't matter. That's bad. Um, outside of comedy and uh, football. Yep. The premise of the show is that we're going to attempt to answer Sam's big and small question. Do you reckon you've got any other areas of a particular interest or expertise that might be helpful? There is no right or wrong answer to this. It's just nice to get to know I'm you a I'm really bit. good, Jordan, with useless information. The, I'm, I'm, okay. That's what all my brain is used up with. So pop culture, incredible. Like, right. I've got it all there. You're the perfect Pub, yes, pub quiz. Yeah. Because I never get the sports and the pop culture stuff. So is... we did a pub quiz last Sunday. I bet you did. Me and my husband. Yep. And he's dead like academic. Right. He's quite he's quite clever. He's quite typically clever. He's quite he knows his sciences and his histories and, and That's a good those mix. sorts of things. And then I'm there yep. knowing who dated who in two thousand and seven. <laughs> I know one hit wonders. I can remember unsuccessful X Factor auditions. Oh, All of that. If you that... think back long enough, I'll be there somewhere. And <laughs> Britain's got talent in two thousand ten. No. Mildly unsuccessful. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. Oh well then that's the perfect pub. The quiz best theme. example came the other day. We were watching Wimbledon. It was match point and there was a like Mike was really sort of engrossed in it and I could tell that was meant to be quiet but I couldn't resist pointing out that the person who was about to serve used to go out with Nicole Scherzinger <laughs> sure. and I could, it just came out and I could tell and I said it just as he served and it was yeah we had a little bit of a, a tip <laughs> the two loves it. combined sport yeah. and non-entities but I think that's an important point to make oh you think it affected the game like oh no no no! Not, not a point in the get. Not as in a, a, yeah. a tangible point. I, I, I was just making a point, and You're I thought it was something yeah. that couldn't wait. Don't ever sell yourself short. Your points are perfectly tangible. Yeah, I They're think very so. good points. Um, congratulations, by the way, on the old marriage and such. The old marriage. Yeah, it's a good thing yeah. to have. I've yeah. got one of them. It's nice to have. A it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. It's Yours really is quite nice. new, of course. Quite a new marriage. Yeah, it was only a month ago, and it was just like we all know, Jordan. Like with our jobs, it's so rare that you get to spend time with like. 
It's a sad bit of it, but yeah. the people are yeah. But quality like, time though, when we get it, it's lovely. Yeah. It's lovely. But let's say like you know we we alternate Christmases, for example. So it's like oh, I'll see my family one year, then your family another, then mine. So yeah. it's just you never ever get all of your families, all of your friends. Like we'll never have my friends from uni in the same room as his aunt Margaret probably point. ever again. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, that one time thing, that special memory. Yeah, what really life's nice. all about. Joining us now, this is this is wonderful thing. I get to bring Sam Duckworth in here. We're, we're from the same neck of the woods. Uh, I'm a, a, and I'm enamoured with this man. I was looking for the thing that works. The I didn't realise you were both no. South End. Yeah, well, like, yeah, I am now. I don't know in for the long term how long Sam spent in South End. We'll dig into that, but certainly from the I same neck of the woods. I went to uni in South End. Did you really? Yeah, I lived, you know that big this yellow, you know great. the big Lego building? Yeah. That, that was yeah. where I lived, yeah. yeah. For, for clarity, uh, it's a building what looks like Lego, not yeah. what is made of Lego. No. That would be an amazing feat of engineering, not an engineering college. I just think my rent yeah. would have been cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly would. Joining us now on the Transplaining podcast, Sam Duckworth. Hey! Yeah, coming in now. We're here now, all of us. Sam Duckworth, Maisie Adam, I'm here as well. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, an absolute podcast. pleasure. Been a fan of yours for a while, and I was very lucky enough in my old career as a musician uh, to have. I believe what happened when I first met you is we was on a panel together at the end of South End Pier, longest pleasure pier in the world. We walked all the way to the end of it to talk to people about how to make music. I think was the panel. That's yeah, a long old walk. Something like that. Yeah, it was a long old yeah. walk, isn't it? The trains didn't work that weekend either. Did they not? Though, I had the thing. I went on the little buggy. How oh, did you? Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, special man. treatment. <laughs> uh, Sam Duckworth, of course, of the infamous Get Cape, Wear Cape, Fly. What comes in my head all the time? This is the war of the world. I love it. It's the first time what happened was my rock and roll sensibilities. I was a big fan of sort of Linkin Park and such. Rock and roll. Uh, Linkin Park. It's the first time I'd heard that gravel displayed and portrayed alongside that lovely acoustic Mm. style of music, my acoustic sensibilities. I was like, oh, you can do both. They're not separate. When you were a kid, I don't know what it was like in your school, segregated the goths and the grungers. Oh, and it was the very West Side Story. And then, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't know, what about you, Sam? What was, uh, what was music like for you growing up in school? In school, not really. No. I didn't really do music in school. In fact, I wasn't really allowed to do music in Why? school. Why? What happened? Oh, I was just misbehaving, I think, in the music <laughs> room. You weren't allowed to be in there because of misbehaviour? Yeah. That puts you in good stead for a career in music. Yeah. That's rock yeah. and roll. Well, yeah, yeah and, and to be honest, I didn't really want to do any kind of classical style. Oh, music, this is it as well. You, know? you forget like that music at school. It's not shredding on the guitar, is it? No, it's, no. it's doing like <laughs> it's pressing not. the for, for most of the kids in ours. Put the drum button, DJ, yeah. Yeah. DJ, <laughs> and turn it up as fast as you can. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just be there doing oh, their rapping. God. It, there's nothing funnier, is there, than a teacher trying to tell you to be quiet and then somebody just going, yeah, on TJ. What <laughs> <laughs> two, two, what two, yeah. yeah. So we're all in here together now. I'm going to say some things now about you, Sam, okay. if that's okay, because they'll be written on a piece of paper. Sam <laughs> is a musician who performs under the moniker Get Cape Wear, Cape Fly. Two very cool things of note are that you performed in Hollyoaks during a gig in the village. Can we please talk about you being on Hollyoaks for a little bit? The gig in the village. We'd played a Leeds festival the year before, bumped yeah. into the cast of Holly Oaks. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I watch Holly Oaks, you know, I was like, I would absolutely love if there's ever any chance, or, you know, and they had a kind you of. You went to them. I went to them and yeah. said, please, fan. can we do Big a gig? Fan. It was on my birthday I as well. It was oh. one of the best days ever. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it. they wrote in a little storyline of um, one of the uh, cast was on the show, obviously, was uh, hooked on heroin at the time, yeah. and they kind of wove it into a music. Incredible. In Natural oh. Bedfellows. Oh, I love it. And it says here, uh, an episode of One Tree Hill named after you. Yeah, I had nothing to do with that one. 
You do go up and ask for that. Messed up Google searches for about three years. Sure. Oh, of course it did. Right. Uh, Get Kate where Kate Fly or Sam Duckworth. The episode, Uh, 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 Sam Duckworth. (laughs) Could you imagine? Yeah. Oh, what? That's such a good point. And someone died in it as well. So it's quite a popular one. Yeah. What a track. But no no involvement from you at all. None. None whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, hang on. That makes no sense. Surely you've got some claim over. I think they name all of them after emo bands. Oh, Uh, pretty much. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, a show, hey, Maisie, that you'd perhaps like to appear in, like you're a fan of. Is there anything you could, that comes to mind? Are you a fan of like long-running sort of sitcoms or dramas and stuff thing you'd like to sort of pop into? Yeah, I did think I'd, I'd, I'd love to be in Corrie, but yeah. just like a really naff sort of... Like I'd, I'd love to sort of um, be one of those people that gets off the bus, do you know what I mean? And then just, <laughs> just, just says something like, watch where you're going, and then keeps walking But off, you steal the scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just that's just who you are. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Just hold the door open on the rover's return whilst you let <laughs> someone through. <laughs> uh Sam. Oh. Nominated as the best solo artist at the NME Awards in 2007 alongside Tom York, Lily Allen, James T and Jarvis Cocker. I remember that time period very, very well. You really stuck out to me at the time, but that was like a really specific time. Remember Jamie T being like yeah. uh Lily Oh God, who done the bricks on the pavement? Is that Lily Allen? No, I'm not talking about Adele, I'm not talking about Chasing pavement. Not talking about chasing pavement. She's sort of a bit foundations. Kate foundations. Nash. I was thinking Kate Nash was around that era. I think yeah, yeah, the right yeah, era. Yeah. yeah, and it really stuck out. You're lasting, lasting artist of that era. Really yeah. nice to be. Yeah. I'm, make, I'm a little holding <laughs> you up on a pedestal, but I don't do that for many people. But I just think you're really nice, right there, oh. sitting right there. In that the was thing. a wicked time, though, for music as well. Wasn't it like was proper? I remember there was the NME Awards tour the year before 2006, and it was headlined by Maximo Park. And then, like, below them on the thing was Arctic Monkeys, but Arctic right. Monkeys just blew up. Sure. The time of the internet where where the adults and the uh, corporates didn't really know what was going on. No, Still the no. Wild West. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sam Duckworth, would you mind uh, volunteering now a big question for me and Maisie Adam to kick off? Let's get this thing going. Got Can be- we replace capitalism? That's huge. Oh, that's a big nice. one, isn't it? You've straight in at the deep end there, <laughs> uh, Sam. Sam, why is this on your mind? Why are you thinking about that? Well... I think there's quite a lot of talk of AI and the way that um, technology is replacing the things, you know, kind of almost just moving on from what we just said about how when the internet first started and the Wild West and all the creativity and new opportunity that came, do we think that there will be people that will invent um, fully automated luxury communism or robots, you know, robots that do our jobs for us? Will it lead to a democratisation that doesn't necessarily require the same system to work? Is it one of those situations? I'm going to jump straight in here, mate. Yeah. Don't mind. <laughs> we'll fill this out, don't we? The show, the reason we call it transplaining and not explaining is because <laughs> some of the explanations will be dubious <laughs> and vague. Is it one of those situations where if we start again, it's not a guarantee that capitalism would arise? It's one specific, the, the result of a, a knock-on effect of world events and politics that led to this version of things happening. And therefore, because it's here now... See, what I've done mm. there is I've kicked the ball very gently towards you. Yeah. If you want to jump in at any time. It's hit the post. It's hit the come post. Back to you. <laughs> hit me in the face. To do, yeah, you, and I'm dazed. You've not known what to do. Yeah, I'm running the other way. I'm picking it up and I'm throwing a free you've point. Got it, and that's the wrong from game. your own kick. That's yeah. what you've got. <laughs> right. If because, because it already exists, it's very difficult for us to imagine a world without it. But really, if you think about, like, if we've done a big reset, what is not possible, because that would involve time travel, then it might not arise. So we're a victim of being within it. It's like a computer game character trying to turn off the game that they're in. Yeah, I hate to be the pessimist here, though. You do that. I'll offer some balance. Yeah. Everything you sound will say the opposite, but in a nice way. You're going to be very positive. Yeah, the that's next it. Hour. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't remember what 
like rom com it is. I can. Like, yeah, I bet you can. <laughs> I great. bet you can. In what in whatever universal time it is, these people keep Oh, maybe it's that Black Mirror episode where like they would always find each other. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That mm. uh, is it Hang the DJ? That like whatever happens, they'll always find because it it's meant to be. I kind of think whatever happens, if we reset again, humans there's such a desire in human nature, it seems, to have hierarchy and have somebody better than somebody else or somebody have a state higher status than somebody sure. else. And capitalism I can't, turns that into a game. That's it. I can't I can't see it ever sadly not happening but i hadn't thought about that question within the sphere of ai yeah. well, i think I spend... because that is something we've, that we've only just started having to take into yeah. account into i spent quite a lot of a lot of my life reading up on ideas about how maybe things can change but the way that technology has moved has completely thrown the idea of, yeah. kind of socialism oh. and communism into completely new different constructs because all of the things that would be required before in terms of production means and everything like that i guess now we can hopefully find machines that do it for yeah. us yeah have you got thoughts sam because what i do find on this podcast much like a therapy session usually people come in knowing the answer they just need someone to say how does that make you feel <laughs> have you got thoughts have you got even baseline thoughts that me and Maisie can help to augment <laughs> are we not really i was kind of hoping you guys might and that be is the our job to kickstart yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the revolution that's why i came to you with them you know Would it, does it does it involve a tumultuous revolution i'm not going to say the word violent because i don't yeah. want to be responsible for it does it require knocking the brick the, the house of cards down and starting again i don't know i think that everything is inevitably going to go that way anyway really oh yeah. that's exciting you know i think scary. scarcity things are you know that's the principle of capitalism but when things do run out the market dictates they'll be replaced by something else but you can't keep growing if resources keep running out the planet's changing i think the unsustainability of everything is is the kind of the moment of revolution might not be human led it might be necessity. Yeah, it might Whoa. not even be us that does it. Yeah. Oh, that's quite appealing. Yeah, that a robot does I'd it. I'd rather I, I wouldn't trust the human race to lead the revolution. <laughs> yeah. This is what I mean. Is like we've we've been given the chance so many times to set it right, and we don't. Like, look at climate change, as you said. Like, we it, we've got we've had all the facts handed to us, and we're like, oh. Uh, yeah, we'll probably just carry on in as we bit. are, actually. Yeah, because yeah. Whereas, scary. like, if it was all down to something that was programmed to follow the right thing to do, I guess it's how do you, well, how I, do you program something that's and it's machine learned from humans anyway. Yeah, so yeah, is it inherently is it? flawed? Oh God, I think the answer is no. Then, so. <laughs> yeah. I, I just what I believe to be a salient point. I'm going to do a little pivot. I'm going to kick the ball to my knee. Hit it on love my it. head. Keep it's it all sports analogy. You love a sports analogy. Um, I've asked AI before what he thinks about transgender people. It's nice, really pro. Really? I'm, I'm up for it. Oh, like great. I thought it'd be really dispassionate and give like a 50-50 argument. It's not I a thought centrist, it'd be, I it's... thought it'd be like your yeah. doctor and yeah. have like a very okay. archaic. <laughs> it's okay <laughs> now. They are allowed to wear a dress. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's all nice. So I think it's already more passionate because because actually what that probably speaks to is the idea that there's a silent majority of people that are correct about things including capitalism mm. and their data is being punched in privately onto their blogs and stuff where people don't read their blogs but ai reads their blogs mm. so if you took all the sum of human knowledge together um it's really positive and would look after the world if it was given a chance to it's yeah. not as scary i don't think ai is the thing to be scared of um, that's what i was going to say right in a system where resources are being consumed, scarcity is created because, like, you've got a, b <laughs> a big animal, yeah? Like, yeah. the one really big one. What's the film where there's, like, one really big animal? 
Godzilla. Godzilla is a great ex- no evil one. Evil or God? God Kong, right? Kongzilla. God, God. Kongzilla. <laughs> Kongzilla is he's eating loads of radiation. I don't know what he's right. He can't keep going. That is, it, what if he kept going? He'd be as big as a planet. Sam's looking at me like I don't know why. I've got my questions. This is right. No, get, get, this is a, a point about capitalism. Right, I'm gonna get this right. What happens when Kongzilla dies and he does die? He's not immortal. What would happen? Like physically, what would happen? It fall, first of all, he fall over. Yeah. yeah. What happens to I this? Guess his bod- body just slowly erodes. Starts like, to decay. Yeah, erode. decays. Uh, that gets eaten by a little. <laughs> I'm just describing what happens in nature, but mm. with Kongzilla to to represent capitalism. Like once one person's got all the money, they can't just have it forever. It doesn't just sit in a bank. <sighs> Maybe it does. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that if you've got all the money, the scarcity is taking it all, and then that person dies, or their bank gets, or their bank gets but too heavy. But they've all got it tied to like people who've got similar interests. That's the thing. Whereas right. when Kongzilla dies, it's got no it's, mates. It's, it's people just off the street that are going up and going. Oh, I'll have a bit of that. <laughs> That's what I'm trying flesh. to get to. <laughs> whereas, whereas when like the person in charge of yeah. how to run the world dies. It's passed on like is a dynasty it? and stuff, isn't it? Right, well, or that's the... royal families yeah. or governments handing out contracts to free. It's all like that. It's all close right. friends. Because it? It, there's no analogy to money turning into like chemical energy in the body and going off as heat and sound. It's not like there's no, it's not like energy. Keeps, money just stays the same and someone can have it. So. Oh, sorry, Sam. But it's all per- <laughs> perceived, isn't it? You're right. That's helped us a lot. It's all perceived. What and... wealth? Yeah. yeah. Yes. The value of, any- value yeah, of anything. The value of anything, really. What? So if that just fell away, like the. If we stopped saying if, things, if we stopped saying that money had any value, I'm gonna start doing it right now. I mean, if we can pay six pounds for a, a jar of marmite and we and it was three pounds a year ago, marmite? that was really sweet. Because <laughs> it's like marmite. It just, okay. marmite over a fiver just yeah. infuriates me. It's like one of those things. <laughs> now we've gotten to the Your whole body language tensed up when <laughs> yeah, you said six well. pounds for marmite. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, I was like, oh, he's angry. To me, it's the yeah. it's the example of we, we've accepted that things yeah. can suddenly cost more. Why? Yeah. If we, so why could, we why could they suddenly not just have yeah. any value? And yeah. I feel like I know now where the gravelly rasp of your early records come from. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking yeah. of Marmite, that six pound Marmite. <laughs> can capitalism be changed? That was not your question. Can, can we? Can, can we, we ever? Beat? Can we ever beat capitalism? Uh, it's going to take a massive scaly monkey, and I do mean metaphorically. Maisie, do you? It was such a good metaphor. Yeah, just, I yeah, I was yeah. going to say no, okay. and now that you've brought in AI, and I've always been somebody that's that's been terrified of AI, but actually hearing us talk about I think could be one of the one of the things that actually we use for good. A utopian. Could be a utopian thing. Could be nice. Be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. That'd be lovely. Time now, I reckon, for some listeners' questions uh, where we deal with matters that you would like transplaining as the audience of this show with a little help from Maisie and Sam. Trina. Trina. Trina? That's a real name. Trina Marshall. Why are some people cleverer than others if this is indeed a premise that you accept? Right, that's really sweet that you've so basically, do we do we believe that some people are cleverer than others? I think are we, is it fair to say? I mean, I've right? already said that, like Mike, my husband is is dead clever. Right, so fully like, on board for I, this. I think I am. I, I don't think it's a bad thing to say that you're not clever. Like, no, I, I just think mean like not academic. Sweet. Sam, I think it's what how you hold the measure of intelligence. I think yeah. you know you yeah. said your your husband was traditionally intelligent. You know, I think there's <laughs> yeah. you know there is that sense of you know some of the smartest people are street smart. You don't necessarily you know I think yeah. we uphold oh, that's true. book smart as being. 
more worthy than street smart. But yeah. If it push came to shove, I'd rather be street smart than book smart. Yeah. Oh, especially at the apocalypse. Exactly. If there's a big Kong rotting in the street, <laughs> I don't want to be like reading up about it and speaking. Actually, you know. I think you'll find it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm one of those people, and I don't mind admitting this. What is uh, intellectually smart, but pretends to be street smart, but I'm not street smart. <laughs> oh, yeah. So which one are you? I'm neither. I think I'm clever. You're but clever. I've got this accent and I'm playing on it a lot. So, you, so people perceive you as, as you're going to be street smart. But I would not be able to but deal with anything ever. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've got no real world skills. But I've got this accent which keeps me safe. That's one of yeah. the negative things about Essex, I mm. think. Yeah. Not only does it allow people to think that we're not maybe as smart as we are, it also makes people think that we're going to be useful in a jam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of us aren't. <laughs> Yeah, as... you're like presented as EastEnders, but actually you're University Challenge. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> as either of you ever had uh, experience where you're literally the sounds coming out of your mouth, your accents and such, or the place that you're from has affected you in that way negatively as people made assumptions about you? Presumably that's our whole lives, right? But what's... Yeah, I, I, a lot of people naturally assume that because I've got this accent that I am sort of grew up in a... Billy Elliot style terraced house with an outside toilet. Sure. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, and we yeah. all eat pie six days a week. How often? I do, I do eat a lot of yeah. pie. Actually. <laughs> and that's fine. Don't but, sell yourself. But as short. in, like, I, I do think that that's that definitely happens. Yeah. But I do, I do feel like I don't want to get into that territory of like I do, I do think you can redefine, well, not redefine. There's a, there's types of clever. Oh, yeah. And I think that's the best way of putting it, of, of street smart and book smart. And the various types of intelligence. I've loved yeah. learning that at school. Kinesthetic intelligence, yeah. visual intelligence, musical intelligence, right there. But I think it's okay to say that clever as a concept does exist. Does exist. And some people are more clever than others. But I would say clever is another word for for me, for, for, for book smart. I would say there's people that are more street smart than other people. Yeah. Or more... Was. Have more common sense. That's another one, isn't it? The street smart, book smart. Thing. Have you ever, have you ever been sort of in like a, like in a city area or sort of a, a rustic <laughs> environment with somebody who's not from that? Like, like, I'm trying to be very sort of careful with my language here, but basically, we'll talk about it in basically. Terms, at, 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 I remember <laughs> seeing at Leeds Fest somebody right. who was privately educated, sure, and it was like a duck out of water. It was so weird. Right. It was so strange. They had no clue what to do. They, they didn't have any idea about putting tents up, but also they they just walk around like with the phone just hanging out the back pocket and stuff. Yeah. Like, it was like they were asking to be. <sighs> yeah. I'm always fascinated going to other countries yeah. and finding out whether they have the same accent bias that we do. Yeah. Because I think there is, you know, certain parts of, I think, you know, you say Yorkshire, Liverpool, Essex, yeah. you know, that area, so many in a such, areas yeah. that are like very heavily judged negatively yeah, and then in they the, have that in like singapore yeah. like they, they definitely do in germany do they yeah, yeah i suppose the east and west thing but yeah there's a real sense Ooh, of oh okay. they're from that area so yeah it kind of fascinates me how much judgment yeah. humanity puts in the sound of someone's it's mad, voice isn't it yeah. yeah just literally in the sound and it's like the same way people will assume that i'm from as i say like a sort of billy elliott sort of or blood brothers type <laughs> environment that That's happen? quite sweet that their whole understanding of you is from, from musicals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I'm being so, so musical about yeah. this. But then there's people, like I've seen it with comics as well, assume that just because a comic has a London accent, mm. not like a sort of East End or Essex accent, but just, a, a, I guess, you're quite neutral London accent, yeah. that they're middle class. Like They could have lived a lot harder life than I have, but because I sound like this, people sort of go, yeah. you are right. I will, I will say, tell me if both of you agree with this, I get a lot of sort of corporate work 
because it's a charming regional accent and you yeah. sort of kick off a bit of a working class sort of a vibe. Mm-hmm. I suppose it's probably different in music because when you're singing, you, you affect uh, an Americanism. Actually, can I ask you about that? Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah, totally. I talk about accents now. Because yeah. the sounds that are coming out of our mouth, why not establish them? Right, British music, unless you're... Because you dip in and out. Your accent comes out a little bit in your singing, but also things are genuinely Americanised because that's the style of music, what you make, that people enjoy. Yeah, How I think feel? the older I've got, yeah. the, the more comfortable I've felt singing like myself. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. You know, okay. I, I think part of it... Um, I don't know, I think now there's there's like what I would call singer-songwriter accent. Yeah, yeah. There's right. that kind of like certain tone to certain vowel sounds that you hear in all singer-songwriters. It's like, wow, okay, we've, we've finally hit, you know, musical homogeny when it yeah. comes to accents. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's difficult because, to be honest, people don't really like the, the sound of the sung Essex accent unless it comes with a certain style of music. You right. know, for, yeah. you know for, for folk music, it's got to be, you know, that people want it to be angry. You can't really have a nice soothing... Yeah, you, sure. know, you know, it's one of those voices. Soothing that, Essex accent. Yeah, there's no yeah. such thing, right? No, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I, I was going to ask Maisie if you found yourself, you, you seem like the type that would be perfect because you're wonderfully talented and incredible at what you do. But because of a charming regional accent, corporate work, it's, it's a lovely thing to be able to take and put on a bill and to put yeah. out in front of these people. That word charming does come up does a lot it? in things like reviews and you yeah. know that they just mean nothing. <laughs> it's so funny. Exactly. I've been in like voiceovers as well before where they're on the other side and, you know, the they're going, could you just do it again? And they say things like, we're really trying to get warmth. Warmth comes up a lot. We just want a bit, a bit more pie. Just a little bit more warm pie. Yeah, her warm charm comes up all the time in a, in a review. And I go, you just mean my accent. That's, That's all I mean. Nice. That's all of it. But yeah, in yeah. a voiceover, what we're really trying to get with this is a sort of charming... You know, warmth. It's it's meant to feel like a like a hug. Yeah. You know, like a hug from a sort of uh, a ballet dancing kid. From <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a nice little. I know what you're saying. <laughs> Rob Murray from Aberdeen. Right, this is a long one. Let's get this right. Saying someone is below or under par means that they aren't at their best. Right, that's a sporting yeah. analogy. We understand. That. If you're under par, then you're not at your best. Yet in golf, the aim is to get below par or stay under par, meaning yeah. that it's a good thing. So have we been getting the analogy wrong the whole time? Oh, oh, my God. So, yeah, imagine if I watched you absolutely smash a gig and I was like, Jordan, that was so below par. <laughs> You'd be like, fuck yeah. off. <laughs> and I, at first I'd say... I don't know what that means. Yeah, and then yeah, you'd explain true. it and I'd be like, fuck off, in my accent. But actually, if I explained it, yeah. you'd be like, well, thank you. I'd be like, this is a long exchange, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly, you're right. Yeah. Hole in one. I'd take a hole in one. Yeah, that's a good that's thing, That's true. It? Yeah, if I went, that, that performance was a hole in one, bang yeah. in. But if I said it's below par. Yeah. But that's a weird way to describe it. You get yeah. quite a lot of Why these uh, take your breath away questions coming to this show, don't you? <laughs> I'm just kind of sat with my mind blown. Why do we say that? That was below par, subpar. And that means that yeah. it was less than a bit unless, shit. Unless golf nicked par from somewhere else. Oh, yeah. and it went somewhere else. Maybe golf got it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Mate, I mean, it would. Yeah. It, it, from my experience, it, if it's between us and golf, I think golf got it wrong. I think we know what we're talking about. <laughs> Do you get a lot of uh, in reviews of your albums and your live performances? Anything memorably that sticks out to you? I've had some really yeah, bad some I've had some bad corkers. ones. Yeah. 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 I've, had a, I've had a few twos, a few Bit. fours out of tens. Oh, yeah. that's, that is below par, my About friend. About being sanctimonious and, you really? know, which, you know, when you're younger, you don't want to be called sanctimonious. Yeah, when no. you're older, you kind of go, well, maybe I am. Yeah. You know, it's probably just precocious and, you know. But yeah, I've had, I've, I've had mainly bad reviews, to be honest. Yeah. Not always through the form of a golf-related analogy, just for, in general. No, no real sporting comparisons, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, really? no, I think, yeah, I think no. that, that is the only golf analogy I would know. Like, if somebody said, 
Because don't they have things like bogey and birdie and eagle? Yeah. If somebody wrote a review of my Edinburgh show and was like, she has done an absolute eagle with this, <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know if my show's shit. I don't know what they mean. Or how many stars? Four. Hey, <laughs> that's not so bad. That's well, quite then good. I'd know. Then I'd know. I'd be <laughs> all right. You, yeah. I'd be all right. I got really into sporting yeah. idioms for a while. This Just is the conversation so, I wanted to have. Yeah. There's so many. Like, Home run. And stonewall penalty. Where did oh that come from? Yeah. What does that mean? Oh, what does that mean? <laughs> so is it? I can't. So out of the two of you, was, I love that you're explaining this to me. God, God, Military, um, a military strategy, General Stonewall pioneered where you stand still and you block. Okay. So apparently a Stonewall penalty is where the person is, you know, run, you run into somebody and oh. that, that was the original term and then it, now it just means it's not a something team. completely is, different. Is there, there's not a team called Stonewall? Mm, there probably um, is somewhere, oh, okay, but okay. Not, that, not that I'm aware of. Do you get a lot of sporting analogies in reviews because of the nature of you talking about football that you enjoy? Yeah, the, my last show I did yeah. was about loads of stuff happening in my life, but a lot of it was because of the Euros when it was like my love of football. The show ended with me showing this clip of me scoring a, an absolute worldie of a goal. Yeah, no. So <laughs> there was a lot of quite naff references in reviews of being like she hit the back of the net with this one and it's like yeah, yeah you've just you've just fucking ruined the ending of my show mate oh, trying to do point. a yeah. do you know what I mean like oh there's a lot of stuff of like quite rubbish analogies or, or <laughs> footballing puns my, my show has a bit of a superhero tinge to it and people giving superhero puns it's really really sweet front of the telegraph's big big double thing Flash Jordan which was post me getting nude on Friday Night Live and I thought I don't think they know that pun, but that's quite clever. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's quite Flash good. Jordan. Flash You'd Jordan. take the day off after that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Somebody got promoted for that one. Jordan Gray gets nude in a show and you come up with Flash Jordan. I'd yeah, be like, perfect. Everything's covered. Uh, but nobody, you know what's amazing is that I've done that show 200 times. The press has never, they never ruin it. So I got lucky. You've got, the, yeah, they the, mentioned your goal. And they go, there's something at the end that mm-hmm. might pique your interest or might give you a surprise. No one ever says, she gets nude at the end. Right. Okay. Quite nice. It's quite, you know, oh, that due is diligence. Good. They don't even say something like there's a big reveal at the end. They, like that. That's to be yeah, fair. They do. Big reveal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd be like, oh, she gets a kit off. That's also a sporting analogy. Oh, and we've come full circle. <laughs> Look at us. Uh, Rob Murray, golf was wrong. Kirsten Smith. I'm going to say your name like that every time. Kirsten Smith, pick up a pick up a penguin. Who invented the guitar? What a great question. Who invented Ooh, the guitar? Oh, no idea. This is surely thrown to you. I now. have no idea either, unfortunately. Do we, know, do we even know what country it came from? Qatar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a placeholder. I've just thrown that out there. That, that might be wrong. All right. But uh, surely it derives from a stringed instrument like the lute or something. Have you ever held a lute in your hand? I have held a lute have in you my really? hand. Have you really? Yeah. Go on. Was it good? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad, uh, your honesty is one of my favourite things about you. It's very endearing. Why didn't you not, not enjoy even it? Not hesitation. No. Oh, no, it was shit. Why don't you like the loot? I just didn't really know. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. Yeah. Wait, no, hang on, actually. I'm... What, are you a big fan of the loot or not something? You seem very keen to defend the loot. I am, yeah, so I am now because of the balance. I've sort of got that BBC mentality, of, but also for balance. Loot's We've got to amazing. be impartial about a loot. <laughs> but... What I've neglected, I jumped over, is why you were holding a loot. Because I didn't expect you to say yes. Why were you holding a loot? Where were you? I mean, in what time period? I went through a period of time of just trying loads of different instruments, thinking right. I could find something that was interesting and quirky. And Nothing could... as good as a guitar. To be honest with you, I don't overly like the acoustic guitar either. <laughs> so I don't know why I went for like an ancient version of it, thinking it would be better. Yeah. Oh, this used to be better back in the day type thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah it truly wasn't. Up. Is it your preferred instrument, the guitar, though, to play? Is it your first instrument, should I say? It's, yeah, it's my natural instrument, I yeah. think. I kind of grew up around guitars. Yeah. My dad plays guitar. 
Yeah, I, like, I always played the electric guitar. Yeah. I fell into acoustic guitar by accident and kind of 17. But you were electric first. Isn't that yeah. like learning all over again? Yeah, you're like those people that learn to drive in an automatic. Yeah. Well, I mean, this isn't going to be no good for a podcast, steering. but I've got really weird hands. I've got massive palms and tiny fingers. Oh, so it's, You have well, a big part. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I mean, that, I always used to get in trouble at art hindrance? school. They're like, that's not very yeah. good drawing. I was like, no, look at my hand. It's weird. <laughs> it's to scale. <laughs> it's to that's scale. Great. Yeah, so that, that's that why I always play. hinder playing guitar? It, it doesn't make it easier, that's for sure. Oh, but yeah, the bongos. In sporting terms, I'd describe that less of a sort of a goalkeeper's goal than more of like a catcher's mitt. You've got catch, you I could catch a baseball at you know two hundred <laughs> yards with those hands. Um, I've got pianist hands right there. Oh my um, yeah. word! That's a spider of a. Are your hand. fingers longer than my whole palm. I think they probably are. <laughs> they I mean, this are. is not good for a podcast. They but are. It is clear. Oh, but oh, we like the really like that picture of the god touching the man. <laughs> I think. Uh, oh, creation of Adam. Thank that you bit. so much. Yeah. Now you see Adam. Hey. Doesn't it? Um, doesn't it mean you're creative if you've got long fingers? Uh, you well, can clearly say... not because you've got short fingers. <laughs> yeah, you're incredibly creative. <laughs> short hands, musician. Um, it's. I think it certainly doesn't help with the dexterity of needing to do things. Like I can unwrap. Quality Street, and it's been sat near the fire, as they often is, because it's Christmas, and it's gone dry. I can still unwrap it really easily. You know, when they such congeal. A, such a niche <laughs> talent. No. Have you ever, did you ever used to chuck the wrappers in the fire and watch them go different colours? Do get, they do that? Get a handful of Quality Street wrappers, throw them in, and it's like, oh, it's like the the thing in Harry Potter where you travel through yeah, the fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Oh, that's Christmas sorted. <laughs> so you're not a fan of the loot then, Sam. Um, so who invented the guitar? Uh, Harry Potter. Yes. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> If you want a question transplained, send an email to askjordan at off-script.co.uk. Alternatively, pop your question down in the review section on the Apple's podcast. That'd be nice. Sam Duckworth, do you have now for myself and Maisie Adam a small question that you'd like us to transplain? Oh, before you do that, I am so sorry. Are you happy with your transplanations that you've given so far? Your big question. I'm, I'm very happy. OK, good. So moving forward, you're happy for us to continue in that vein? I am indeed. Have you got a small question for us? Well, I, I suppose this is a small question, but for me, this is a big question. And that is, is pro wrestling arts? Oh, is pro wrestling an, like an art form? Mm. Is it art? Let's jump right in. Uh, are you a fan? You're a fan. Presumably. Massive, massive right. fan. Uh, I'm going to name a wrestler. I think that he's a wrestler. His name is Takeshi. And he'd done a move called the Tarantula. Do you remember who I'm talking about? I do. He's probably not called Takeshi. He's not. Um... <laughs> I just wanted to give you an example, Maisie, there, of how helpful I'm going to be in this round. I know the move to Tarantula because it was really... It, Green tongue. Is that where you like spread all limbs out mm. like a spider? Yeah, but upside down. And he'd hold him against the... Right, they're outside the ring. He's inside the ring. Yeah. He was upside down like a spider holding him with his knees and arms. I'm saying he like it's like this one guy. Um, and they were outside of the ring going, ah, oh, <laughs> ah wow. shaking. And it was like they were getting uh, eaten by a tarantula. So, Tajiri, Yoshihiro Tajiri. Oh, there we Tajiri. go. That sounds like art to me. I'm going to say something I think might be a bit controversial, Sam. Okay. But, but I say it with all the love in my heart. <laughs> I think it is an art form because I think it is not. A sport. Oh, it's definitely not a sport. Oh, thank God. Oh, there we go. There right, we, we go. found a comment there, there. That's good. I think yeah. it's really mad when people are like, I'm into wrestling as, as if it's a sport, because you're like, it's like stunts, isn't it? It's it's a routine yeah. performance. Yeah. And I would say that, therefore, is an art form. It's like dance. Very much. The, what's his name? Tom Cruise. I remembered his name. Holding onto the side of an airplane. Yeah. You yeah. won't go... That's a above par. Or whatever you go, that's a great stunt. That's, that's art. A stunt, that's, that's art. art right? It is. It is. Yeah. It's something really impressive to look at and watch, which I think is art. Did you grow up with wrestling? Did you watch wrestling with you? No, it, like it never really. There was a few kids in my school, in, in primary school who had 
WWE lunchboxes, but I never got on board with it. I don't think I had the right channel. I think you had to have a certain... <laughs> Seven, you know, Genuinely. Where did you watch it? Back on? Yeah, I what? Channel 5. Was it Channel 5? Yeah, Channel oh, 5 and oh, Channel right. 4 for a bit. And then yeah, I got a paper round and saved up so I could... Really? Get, so I, I used to oh. spend my paper round money to watch wrestling. Because people now. who love oh. wrestling really love yeah. wrestling, don't they? Like, there's yeah. nobody who's a bit indifferent about wrestling. It's not you're either one. into it or you're right, not. Right, OK. Oh, that's Six Pound Mama we were talking about. It's... But at Edinburgh last year, did you go and watch this when some comedians... Did wrestling? Oh, they did some at the O2 for the Just for Last Festival. Did they? Rosie Jones was doing it. And yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. Rosie did it in Edinburgh as well. And, Age, and like, had they had it, to yeah. do loads of training with these professionals. I got offered to, if I wanted to do it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I couldn't have done the training. That's It'd why I didn't do it. Terrifying. Yeah. Like, really, really terrifying. And actually, we went and watched it, and it was really impressive some of the stuff that they'd done just in a few weeks' training. They were shattered and they were bit, like. Bit. Artistic, though. Yes. Yeah, it was artistic, was it? It was artistic. What What's the question you're asking? I was, I was just like confirming that it's an art. Oh, right, an art yeah, yeah. But it then I said art. it and, and what the words that come out of my mouth weren't clear and that's not your fault. <laughs> I said, you know, you start to get, yeah. did I say artistic wrong? <laughs> I was like, what did I say? No. But um, definitely, I think it's an art form. I just don't think it's a sport. Yeah. Have oh, I ever have you uh, wrestled? Have you had experience wrestling, you, Sam? Uh, I've been in a ring, but I didn't even want to fall on my back, to be honest. I was really? Quite, oh, yeah, okay. I, I, was yep. quite, I was quite surprised at how... Um, how much it would hurt. Yeah. You know, right. having seen it up up close, I, I suppose that's the side of it that um, people obviously see the, the bombast and the kind yeah. of soap opera side. But when, right. when but you... even when you watch those ones and they're like, they'd land and you know that they're safe because you know it's a stunt mm. they've practised, you're like, yeah, but it still must hurt. Yeah, there's no way something that loud yeah. didn't hurt. Mm. Yeah, 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 for sure. 100%. No, I, I I've have... never wrestled. But I would have paid you for um, somebody who... Like, say, next year, were they to approach you to do that wrestling up in the O2? I think you could pull out a great character. The athleticism is obviously mm-hmm. there. Would you Would you give it a go now that you've Maybe. heard Sam talk about how great wrestling is? Maybe. <laughs> the thing is with me, John, is I'm, I'm really competitive. Oh, and I OK, hate, right. I hate not being good at something. Right. So I'm, if it was like, do you want to do a comedian's football match? I'm straight in there because I know <laughs> I'll hold my own. If it's, do you want to do comedian's wrestling? I will only want to do it if I think there's a genuine chance I could win. Well, and it, I think I'm too lanky to be a wrestler. I think you've got to be quite built and strong. Ah, and... So Sam's got a look in his eye there. No. Uh, not anymore. Do you think you can be Yeah, lanky? I think it's totally changed now. Oh, OK. Oh, yeah, I think well, it's... Well, maybe. Maybe use the limbs to my advantage. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> like Mr That's, just a, good... That's <laughs> just a good message. Limbs and fingers. Always I use think. the limbs and the fingers. Tag team. Yeah. <laughs> like as a name, two people... <laughs> Oh God, an awful sketch. Fingers and thumbs. <laughs> we're all, we're all finger, fingers and thumbs. Um, Sam, uh, do you have a, a favourite wrestler? And if so, or, or even a, even did you used to, and that has changed, presumably moving with the times. Who was your favourite growing up? Who's your favourite now? That's a, one of the difficult things about Ooh. being a wrestling fan for a long time is that times have changed quite a yeah. lot significantly since the early 2000s. I mean, I, I suppose I spend quite a lot of my time now watching wrestling from different countries from from Japan and from oh, okay. from Mexico more so than kind of traditional American wrestling. I, I love Lucha Libre as a tag team called the Lucha Brothers who are amazing. Is that Lucha is a Luchadoro, does that mean a Mexican wrestler? Yeah, oh, okay. a Marx, so Marx, Is that Mexican. where they wear the masks, yeah. yeah? Yeah, that's it. That looks good. Proper that wrestling. looks cool. That's yeah. what I love, you know, yeah. flip-flopping and flying rather yeah. than another great tag team name. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um have you ever watched or enjoyed Olympic wrestling, or is it a whole different thing? You just not there's not not enough drama going on for you there. Not really. I don't I don't mind watching um, UFC and MMA. I can uh, uh, that, that, that side that, of it, jiu jitsu yeah. and things like that. But when it pure wrestling, not really. Yeah, 
I know what you mean. Like on the Olympic one, it's just there's just sort of rolling around. There's not that storyline or drama. Yeah. And it's probably quite technical in terms of what the points they're looking for that you don't really know what you're looking for. Whereas I can understand that when you watch like a WWE thing or, or the, the 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 masked ones, you're like. Yeah. That looked painful. That's that's a great move. No chairs just, and tables at the Olympics. Just, oh, can you imagine? Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine if they if they brought in all of the drama, like the backstory, like someone's wife turns up whacking somebody with a chair, and, and the points go up. Yeah, inside. love that. Oh, okay. Well, I think I think it's definitive that it's a wonderful art form. Yes, definitively not a sport. We're all agreed with that. Tell you what, a good sport is football. It is yeah. a good sport. That's it. it. Is. Football's is it an art though? I flipped the question. <laughs> Sam, would you reckon football is? Do you reckon it's an art? Do you reckon there's an art to it? I, I don't think it is an art. I think I, I think there's a difference it. between art and sport. I think sport is. Oh, you, sorry. You think there is there I is think, a difference? Yeah, I think there's. Yeah, I okay. think there's pure separation between them, and I think that really it's about fiction. Yeah. See, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to manufacture conflict. Do you know what I mean? Much like our government does, I'm yeah. trying to create a, a false conflict. But what I've noticed is you're just two lovely, endearing and obliging people who don't want to argue about this. Sars, we're on the same Sorry. page about a lot of stuff here. That's fine, that's good. Sars. If anything, we're all going to go away better, nicer people. You're trying to be the... Firm sp- friends. Are you trying to be the conzilla? I'm trying to be the conzilla of this argument. And you've, there's too many sport analogies that cross the mediums. Oh, language has moved up. I thought, I thought the accents would be enough. I thought you'd be at each other's throats. No. Kicking not. a ball. No, there's north-south divide. Doing a not here. To Jury move on Macy. No, are you happy with your with your transplanations? I've done this, by the way, for two seasons. Can't say the word. Still can't say transplanations. <laughs> transplanations so far, so very happy. I think it's nice to know that it can be officially declared art. <laughs> yeah, and I'll yeah. be writing to the Arts Council. <laughs> that's your officially recognised. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. Very responsible for a lot of the movings and shakings in the art world where we're from. We rely a lot on Sam to make things happen. Yeah, well, a lot of pressure. That. Now we can we can recognise uh, wrestling as yeah. an official art form. I love it. <laughs> we can go back to being the UK home of wrestling, which you once were in Southend on Sea. Were we really? We South were indeed. Southend was the yeah. home of UK wrestling. World of sport from uh, the Cliffs Pavilion and from oh, the Curzel. Yeah. yeah, we had darts. Do we have darts? I don't know we why I was so surprised that there would be fights at the Cliffs Pavilion. <laughs> I would, I'd absolutely... and, and dramas, like soap opera style drama. Drama, drama yeah. and fights at the Cliffs Pavilion. I and think we're all like, surely sure not, Sam. Yeah, you thought you were there to see wrestling. It was a Friday night. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've always thought it'd be great to have a, a pub triathlon based in Essex. Darts, pool, tenpin oh, bowling. Oh, that's cool. That'd be wicked. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've, I think we've pioneered quite a lot of the... Uh, Early days of questionable sports. <laughs> to be fair, can you do it while drinking? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's the criteria <laughs> for South End sport. Also helps you to go limp, right? When you're a little bit drunk. Definitely not a PSA. Don't drink while wrestling. Don't do that. But if you did, you might be able to land better because you've already got. I limp. think you'd just have a bit of that Dutch confidence, wouldn't you? You'd be like, ah, that's I, my wrestling name. That would 100%. be one hundred percent Dutch confidence. Yeah. Where's that from? Doesn't matter. It's a turn of Doesn't phrase. Matter. Work backwards from a pun. I say yeah. always. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. But I, that that would be where I'd go. I reckon I can win this, and yeah. I'd, I'd I'd be giving it. Oh right, you're giving yeah. it a big one. All right, then I think a nice way to end might be I'm Dutch confident. Do you have? Uh, you must have thought about a wrestling name at least over the years, Sam. Like this, you're not tied to this. We're not going to go away now with this emblazoned on your forehead. But do you have a wrestling name in mind? I don't think I would ever yeah. want to be involved in, in <laughs> wrestling at all because I love it so much. I just, I don't know, I've been backstage a few times. I just got so scared. I was really? Like, yeah, right. yeah. I'm, I don't, I'm not usually too bad with um, meeting people in music, but being around wrestlers, wrestlers. I've oh, really? re- recoiled, oh, yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Oh, so that's like a, the tier above for you. I would say I'm going to give you £6 Marmite. 
A six pound marmite. Yeah, that's <laughs> that sounds like a school nickname oh. I used to have actually. Is it really? No. <laughs> <laughs> six pound marmite. That's angry. That's angry. He's oh, he's angry. Uh, what do you reckon, Macy? A wrestler's name. Subpar. Ice. Oh, there we go. Subpar. That's me. I, I was going to go Kongzilla. But oh, think... why did we miss Kongzilla? I know. Kongzilla feels a bit too obvious. Kongzilla's the name, name of the event that three of us would be attending. Oh, it's yeah. a three-way death match between Six Pound Marmite, Subpar and Dutch Conference. Yeah. It's Kongzilla 2023. expect me to be bad. Yeah, but it turns out it that's turns wrong. Out I'm actually really good. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm Subpar. So there you have it. That's another <laughs> exercise in transplaining. You can find out more about Maisie Adam at MaisieAdam.com. Imagine that. I was up all night thinking of that domain. <laughs> <laughs> Do check out A League of Their Own on Sky and The Beautiful Game on BBC Sounds. I've said both those things correctly. Yeah, I? you have. Well done. Thanks just transplaining, you can't say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, follow her on socials at Maisie Adam. Sam is Forget Cape, of course, from Get Cape, Wear Cape, Fire, Fame. Uh, on Instagram, Forget Cape and Twitter at Forget Cape. And head to his Bandcamp page to buy stuff, music, presumably. Indeed. Yeah. If you have something that you would like asked uh, on this podcast, email jordan at off-script.co.uk or pop your question in the iTunes review section. Rate, review and subscribe mm-hmm. to the Transplaining Podcast too. And please do tell your mates about us. It's really nice if you did that because that's how things get done. Maisie Adam, thank you very much thank for joining us. Thank you for having us. me, pal. Always a pleasure. You're really nice. Sam Duckworth, thank you very much <laughs> oh, for joining us. Thank you for having me. This is so cool. It's been great. Oh, this is one of them good ones. I want to go to the wrestling now. Yeah. Shall us free go to the wrestling? Definitely. Let's do that, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, and there's one at 100%. Wembley Stadium in, at the end of August. Right, if we set off now. I'll do that. Is there, really, is yeah. there anything that you'd like to uh, plug or talk about before we go? Apart from the wrestling, what we're all definitely now going to? Um, yeah, there's a record that just been involved with a, a guy called Deli Sasimi. He's an Afrobeat legend. Yeah, it's nice. called Delis Sasimi and the S321. The album's called The Confluence, and that's out at the moment. Delis Sasimi and the S321. The record is called Confluence. The Confluence. The Confluence. That's out right now. Maisie Adams, is there anything you'd like to talk about? Congratulations on your marriage once again. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. you uh, no, just them shows that you've, you've... I mean, you've plugged them twice. You've gone Great. above and beyond, so yeah. we're all good. There we go. Transplaining is an off-script production produced by Ben Backhouse and executive producer Louise Berry. Thank you both so much for joining me. Thank you. It's the end of the podcast, and it ends there. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.